0: Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. In the last episode, I talked about our final evaluation, where we stand before the Lord and our works to try to see if they were good. This, today, I'm going to touch that a little bit more. and We're going to talk about standing before the Lord and hearing him say, well done please enjoy this episode well done is a phrase that we like to hear very early in our life when kid when kids are very young when they learn how to hold their bottle and learn how to walk and do little things, we say good job. And that's a longing that we as human beings love to hear early in our life, love to hear praise and love to hear appreciation for the things that we've done. We love to hear God or, or someone say good job on report or athletics or anything that we do, or even preparing a meal, we wanna hear that it's approved of, that you like the work that we've done. And so as believers in the Lord, as we walk this thing out and we go through the things we go through in life as believers holding up the banner of the Lord, in the end of the day, we want to hear God say, well done for the work that we've done here on the earth. So today we're gonna look at a familiar text on Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30 and this parable of the talents. And we're gonna see that God had invested and the Lord had invested in some people and he came back and told a few well done and told one he was wicked. So we're gonna look at that and see and look at ourselves to see what we must do to get a well done from our Savior. Matthew 25 is a good chapter because it's talking about being prepared to meet the Lord. And so in the beginning of the chapter, we hear the parable of the virgins who didn't have oil in their lap. And so in this parable, in this text, this chapter, God is beginning to remind him that you have to be ready for your day of reckoning. You have to be ready to meet the Lord. So I don't want us to continue to, I want to go down this road to understand that we're believers. We're walking for the Lord. We have a lot of grace, a lot of favor, a lot of mercy, a lot of blessings that he's given us. But there's a day of reckoning when the Lord is going to talk to us about all that he's invested in us. And we want to hear him say, Well done. Let's take a look. And Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. There are a lot of verses, but bear with me, all right? He says this. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. Then he that received five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and did in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants Cometh and reckon with them, and so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, "Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more." His lord said unto him, "Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That have been faithful over few things, I will make thee ruler over many things." enter thou into the joy of the Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then He which had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not straw. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I had sowed not, and gather where I had not straw. Thou artest therefore have to put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming, I shall have received on my own usury. Take for the talent from him and give unto them that had ten talents. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away, even in which he hath. And he cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth." Wow, there's a lot in those scriptures. But the one thing we want to understand is that um, God will not require more of us than we can produce. He's not unjust. So he gave those ones five talents and then person produced five. He gave the other man two, he produced two. And so he gave the man one talent, All he was asking for him is to bring a production of what he had given to him. So God is not unjust. So when you look at it, don't say, well, God is, you know, he's not fair. He, He hid it. He saved the money. But God is looking for just the same amount of production that he put in you. He's looking for a return on his investment. So as we stand before the Lord in our days, at the end of our days, the question is, what do we do with the grace God shown us, with the salvation, with the mercy, with the love. God has pre- pre- invested a lot in us and we should have produced something after all the years of mercy and grace and kindness and blessings and favor that he invested in us. He should come to us and he should see a, a, that we produce back in the earth. Listen. When, he, when the man offers excuses to the Lord, he said, well, Lord, I, I knew that you would rep and we did not sow and things like that. The man was actually, he was voicing a misconception about his Lord because he had just seen the Lord honor the other two for their labor. For what they have done, he was fair and just to them. For the one that had five, he gave him more. For the one that had two, he blessed him. So he was a fair man. But the young man that was making excuses for his lack of production. And so when you hear the Lord repeating it back to him, he's not saying, he's agreeing with him. He's saying, if you knew that I was this, you could have put my men in the bank. So he was not accepting any excuse for the lack of production. And so what happened was this man voiced a misconception about his Lord because he was lazy and unprofitable and unfaithful. Likewise, we can voice misconceptions about our Savior. We can say, God is not fair, he's not just, he didn't give me the opportunity so and such had this person had it easy, that's why they did this, this person had it that way, that's why they did that. We're making excuses. For our lack of faithfulness and our lack of production. Listen, if we don't produce with the grace and the love and the investment God has made in us. If we stand before the Lord in our day of reckoning and we have not produced, God is going to consider us wicked. He calls this man wicked. Meaning he was lazy. He was unfaithful. He did not like the work. He would rather make excuses and sit unprofitable for a long time instead of working. It didn't say that the Lord made an investment and then came back right the next day looking for a return. He said after a long while. So there was no excuse for his lack of production. He chose not to work. He chose to make excuses. He chose to do something else besides to work on the investment that the Lord had put in it. We don't want to be guilty like this servant. That God has given us enough time. He's given us the Holy Ghost. He's given us mercy. He's given us grace. He's given us everything we need to produce something in the earth. God is not unrighteous. He's not asking more than then we, then, then we can give. He's asking for your 100% best effort. He's asking you to work with what you're giving. Those ones that had the five talents and the two talents, he didn't ask them to work as if they had 10 talents. He asked them to produce from what he had given them. So God has given you and I enough. And he's only asking for us to produce with what he's given us. We don't need to be wicked and considered twisted and lazy and unprofitable because we chose to do something else with the investment God has made in us. There is no excuse for the lack of production. We as believers in Christ are working to get a well done. We want to hear our Savior say, well done. We're not running and beating. We're not running aimlessly. We're not working for no reason. We're working to hear God say, well done. Listen, if you don't think anything of the work that I've done here in the earth, it doesn't matter as long as when I get before the Lord, he says, well done. So we don't have to worry about what men and women say about the work that we do because we're working only to hear well done from God. So what you think of me don't matter, but what others think of us don't matter. All that matters is that God thinks I'm something. All that matters is if God says a well done from us. Listen, you remember last week, we talked about standing before the beamer seat and the, the podium getting our reward for our work. Listen, we're working for an incorruptible crown. We're working for something that's far more you know, greater than anything we can produce in the earth. And the and, and life has begun to make us try to produce more in the earth. We want to be concerned about about leaving a legacy or leaving something in the earth. And sometimes we forget about leaving a legacy of obedience to God that we can hear him say, Well done. So we don't want to realize think that we're we're working aimlessly, but we're working to receive something that's incorruptible. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, starting at verse 24. Listen to what Paul says about this race. He says this, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that strives for mastery is tempering all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible, uh, incorruptible crown. I therefore run, so run not as uncertainty, so I fight, I fight not as one that beats the air, but I keep under my body and bring it under subjection, least that by any means when I preach to others, I myself may not be a castaway. So Paul says that in a race they were running and in, in Olympians as a Olympian people, Olympic people are running for something that's corruptible, but we're running for an incorruptible crown. And so when Paul says, I don't run beating the air aimlessly, Paul said, you know, I'm not shadow boxing. You know, if you see the boxer before a match or practicing, they do what they call shadow boxing and they throw punches at nobody. But we're not shadow boxing. We're not working in vain. We're working for a crown, an incorruptible crown, where we're stand before the Lord and hear him say, well done. Listen, I'm encouraging you today that whatever investment God has made in you, you know all the grace. You can counter back and listen to all the testimonies, all the things that God has done in your life. Don't let, get to the end of your days and hear God say depart from me. To hear God throw you and you be cast away and your works be unprofitable because you did not reproduce with the investment God has put in you. You and I are working to get a well done and we should be profitable in the kingdom. Listen, there are no... Um, unprofitable seeds. There are no dormant seeds. Everything that God sows in us can produce if we remain in Him. He said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will bear much fruit. So if we're unprofitable, if our works are not producing anything, it's because we're not abiding in the good soil of the kingdom of God. There are no dormant seeds. Every seed Every investment that God invests in, everything produces because He gives you everything. All you need for life and godliness, all you need for production is found in Jesus Christ. So I encourage you today, believers, to evaluate yourself, to look back at your works as I look back at my works, to look at my heart before the Lord and say, Lord, I want to be productive for you, Lord. I want to that my works would, would be pleasing in your sight. Lord, I want to hear you say, well done my good and faithful servant. And the one thing about this story, you know, you want to know that, you know, these, these were people that, for believers, this story is not about this man being a sinner. This was a man that was in the kingdom, but he was unprofitable. So you don't want to be in the kingdom of God unprofitable. So you and I want to evaluate ourselves to make sure that what we're doing is productive. That you and I can hear those words that will be the last thing that we hear that brings joy to our soul. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Listen, I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope something I said today has encouraged your heart, has encouraged your soul to go forth and be the men and women of God that you're called to be. God bless you. Thank you for your time. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I'm a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations, and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.